vibes and libido we are your hosts trip and kiki the podcast where truth seekers help you find your truth join us as we delve into all the things you lust the lies that we tell ourselves and why our libido drives us to distraction this is adult only content so no kitties under 18 please our dialogue is open honest and raw but most of all we're here to have fun Welcome to our podcast, Lust, Lies, and Libido. Get <laughs> smoke me if you got him. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you never, heard, you never yeah. heard that saying, "Smoke him if you got him." <laughs> nah, that's some new shit. What? Welcome to another episode of Lust, Lies, and Libido. <laughs> not fucking with you, Key. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What up, people? <laughs> this your girl, Kiki. What's up? You see, we, I know we, y'all heard the saying, smoke him if you got him. He just late. That's really old. Smoke him if you... Okay. Listen. Um, <laughs> so, But it's been in movies. Day. Like, how do you not know more? You Come on, you like the movie what line, what movie is that? You though? know, I never remember the movie. I can remember the line, but I can't hardly ever remember the movie. I'm telling you, it's like a line that people say, like, right before they about to go into a really bad situation. Like, you know, we might not come out of this, but you got something. You better smoke it. Smoke it if you got it. Because <laughs> it's it, champ. It's it. I can't Maybe believe you never. That's one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I guess so. I'll be whack on that one. So, today, (laughs) we are discussing toxic behaviors in relationships. Now, before we even get to that, people, I wanted to go ahead and address, um, we got a couple questions um, from some listeners about last episode, if you listened to it, the last episode was with Jay and the half dick theory, um, or basically good dick or good penis making women crazy. Crazy. Yeah, man, that that mess. Um, so <laughs> we got some questions um, asking why we had him on the, the podcast. And, you know, one, he's funny. I mean, let's just go ahead and keep it real. Jay was pretty funny. He was. Um, it, was it was a pleasure talking to him. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's on you. Um, yeah, it was all that, all that flirting y'all was doing. <laughs> <laughs> But, I think he um, got scared once he found out how old I was. He was yeah, like, oh, he was like, it's going to change my life. I ain't ready. Exactly. She's been pretty on me. I can't have you married somewhere with kids or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to, I wanted to make sure uh, we got Jay on because there's a lot of people who think like, you know, Jay, who, um, you know, or out here giving mediocre dick or mediocre box and making excuses for it. So we wanted to highlight it because it just wouldn't do any good if me and Kiki was talking about it. You right. needed to hear from the horse's mouth. Right. <laughs> so that's why we had Jay on. He, um, very insightful. Appreciate his um, his take on everything. It was pretty, pretty interesting. It was. It was, but I think um, by the end of it, he was coming to see my side of things. <laughs> At least I like to think so. That's what you like to think. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, 
I definitely, um, I mean, we talked afterwards and I think it's starting to click and he's, hopefully we reached him and anybody else that may think like that, start to just think a little bit differently. You know, that that was like out there. I was like, what? Like some of the stuff was, it was interesting. So. It was. Good conversation. It was great conversation. Mm-hmm. Great conversation. Now, the funny thing about it is that, in my opinion, that's some of the toxic behavior that people may do going into a relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, when you think about relationships, people have this um, delusion in their minds that, you know, the relationship is supposed to be happy and everything's supposed to be great. We're supposed to date be together and then, you know, live happily, get married and live happily ever after. Yeah, that shit doesn't happen hardly <laughs> at all. No, no, it doesn't. And a lot of it is due to people's toxic behavior. Yeah, we have a lot of a lot of things that we need to unpack um as people and you know, it gets a little difficult, you know, when you're trying to be in a relationship and unpack all your shit. It can be um, tough and counseling some couples this week has been interesting. Coaching some couples mm-hmm. has been interesting. And, you know, so when we had our little brainstorming session, he was like, toxic behavior. I was like, bet. <laughs> because, you know, it's, it's a lot of that. Right, right. And, you know, when you're talking about being in a relationship and unpacking your issues, some people don't even realize that they have issues. You know what I'm saying? And they have not faced themselves. So they think they're good and they think that how they behave is okay. You know, um, you know, uh, of course I'm not going to say any names, but you know, I dated someone who was completely narcissistic and, and misogynistic. And, I don't think to this day that person sees himself that way at all. And that is mm-hmm. like some of the most toxic behavior that you can have in a relationship. Narcissism, narcissism is some deep shit. It really yeah. is. And it can yeah. really affect people. The other party that's involved, it yeah. can really affect them mentally and emotionally because it's a, it's such a mind game and manipulation and, if you're not a strong person, it can really bring your self-esteem down. Thank God that I am a strong person. And so I didn't fall down that rabbit hole, but I could see how it could happen over time. Once you allow somebody with that kind of behavior to just keep chipping away at you. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, you know, I've had my share of dealing with narcissistic people as well, because I swear um, the person I used to deal with, you know, when I looked at um, the DSM-5 and looked at the characteristics to make a narcissist, I was like, yo, this chick has borderline narcissistic tendencies. Like, it was textbook. I was like, ooh, man, thank God I, I, I got up out of there. Um, right. You know, and we sitting here dealing with this. And, you know, not to say I was perfect. I did my dirt, too. I was. I had my stuff I need to unpack. Um, yeah, one of the things in that relationship that I felt like was very toxic is snooping. Snooping is toxic as fuck. Um, you know how I feel about this. You you know how I feel about snooping, Keith. Hold up. Did you hear 
the collective right. of women saying, what he mean? That's toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I can snoop if I want to. <laughs> he, I, he shouldn't give me a reason to snoop. Yeah. That's why I say it's toxic. If you have to start playing um, Inspector Gadget and Dick Tracy on your relationship, you need to let your relationship go. Like it's time to let it go. If if and this this is like to make it simple, to make it simple for everybody to understand. If your partner is is exhibiting behaviors that you want more answers to, and they're not giving you answers, and so your desire is to then dig and find out more information, then you need to check yourself and just check out of that relationship. And say, you know what, I don't have to go and dig. Your actions prior to have given me enough information to say, this isn't working. This isn't for me. There's no point in me going ahead and and digging and trying to find more dirt. Because if you look for dirt, you're going to find dirt. I mean, that's just just real. Well, I mean, I don't, you can't set it as a blanket statement. I mean, because if they're not doing anything, there's nothing to be found, right? Well, you can you can find something. You can find something to be mad about and twisted, and you know, and be like, "Well, I mean, you did have such and such phone number in there. What they phone number doing in there?" You were like, "But that's from like a year ago, though." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I mean, you can. It just depends. Now. Don't get me wrong, the intuition thing is real for women and men. Yet what I'm saying is I'm not saying don't go with your gut. What I'm saying is if your gut is telling you one thing and the actions are there to back it up, you don't have to go and snoop. Mm-hmm. You got to snoop. Just go ahead and do yourself a solid and say deuces. You make it sound so simple. And it's not that simple, Trip, because, you know, it's levels to this. Sometimes it could be that there's a lot, there could be a lot of things tied into that relationship for you to just say, okay, you know what? He acting crazy or he's not coming home. He's not telling me the truth. I could tell he's being dishonest, you know, um, He's changed his behavior. He's changing the way he's dressed. I could just tell something's going on. And then for me to just walk away from that and be like, I don't know what was going on, but he was acting strange. So I'm just not going to deal with that relationship. But it's not that simple always to just walk away. It's just not. Because if we got a financial obligation with each other, if we've built a life together, it's not going to be easy to walk away. If we got kids, it's not going to be that easy to walk away. You know, so it really, that's why a lot of people don't just walk away because, you know, there's a lot of strings there that have to be cut before you could just say, all right, I'm out. You know, now if you're single with no kids, absolutely all day, you have that privilege and you can do that you know, and you can sustain yourself financially on your own so that if you do walk away, you don't need him or you don't need her. So, you know, I don't agree that it's that easy. I really don't because the reason people snoop is because they want hardcore evidence. They want some proof in hand. I know I feel it. I know I believe it. Let me find it. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's easy. 
It's not easy. I say you make it sound so easy, like, well, you know, I'm just going to walk away. Well, you should. Yeah, it's not that easy. Yeah, it may be um, a lot more things tied into it. What I'm, what I'm saying is, okay, boom, let's, let's play devil's advocate of, of this toxic behavior. Things are going on in my relationship. I am insecure in my relationship. And so with my insecurity, I'm going to go and snoop and try to find out something. And the only reason I'm looking for something is to either secure my relationship, to, to make me feel a little bit better, or to validate my insecure feelings. So I go, I find whatever it is that I was looking for. Now, what are you going to do? You're going to end up either starting an argument and, stay, and staying or starting an argument and leaving. Or you might just not start an argument either. You might have those very, very few people who just say, I found what I need to find. I'm out. But either way, you out. So, and then let's play the, the reverse. Let's say you do snoop and you don't find anything. And then you get caught <laughs> snooping. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's bad. That is bad. You know what it I mean? Is. And it so, and a lot of times, you know, you have people like not only snooping, but accusing. That's another toxic thing where you're snooping or you're accusing or your intuition is telling you something. And so, boom, you know, to be very cis heterosexual, or um, I'm a cishet man, so this is about to be a cishet generalization. Oh, you sleeping with so-and-so, you, I saw you messing with so-and-so or it must she must like you or whatever <laughs> after a while a dude's be sitting here like well, i might as well go ahead and fuck her you keep accusing me of fucking her or you keep accusing me of dealing with her i might as well go ahead and deal with her if i gotta keep dealing with this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know that doesn't make it right what i'm saying is that does that's not a healthy way to handle that that situation just because you feel like you know there's more to something than what it is. You have this, you know, woman's intuition or this gut feeling. Like, find out, I mean, do your homework. What I do, definitely do your homework, but don't go snooping. And, and how can I do uh, my homework if I don't look through his phone and his Instagram and his Snapchat and his Facebook and his tweet, <laughs> Twitter account? How can I do my homework, Trip, if I can't look? I mean, <laughs> and like follow him to work or wait for him when he come out of work or follow him to the gym or to his boy house. He said he was going to play basketball, but I don't believe it. I think he went over to that girl Shalonda house. So I'm going to go to the basketball court. I'm going to sit there and wait you, and I'm going to go right? over there yeah. and play. See, you yeah. know, what? It's, it's, it's too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. It's toxic as fuck. It's too but much. That, it's but like, see, that comes from unhealthiness. That person right. is really unhealthy. Because, girlfriend, check yourself. If you find yourself, if I could see maybe one time, because you got it feeling one time, all right. And then after that one time, if you don't find nothing, let that shit go. But if you find yourself being consumed with, okay, I'm going to check his phone today. I ain't do it yesterday, but let me check. If you find yourself doing that over and over and over, it's not him, boo. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. And you got to face that. 
It is you and you need to stop because that's unhealthiness. That means you are unwilling to confront what's wrong with you. And all that is, is fear. What are you afraid of? That he's going to leave you? Okay, well, if he finds you keep going through his shit, he he's going to leave, leave you anyway. Exactly. You out. Um, um, listen, you know what? You, you had a starting spot. You, you had a starting spot. Now you keep fucking up. Like you, I gave you chance after chance. You keep messing up. It's time for me to go ahead and trade you. We, we need to go ahead and trade you. Your, your value is, is no longer there for the franchise. So, <laughs> <laughs> so therefore, you know what? Let's go ahead and give you your walking papers. It's been real. I hope you make somebody else a, a, a better, a better play, a better team. But right now, we no longer see the value in you, and that's real. I mean, because let's keep it real. A lot of a lot of cis heterosexual men um, are logic driven. They're just logic driven, and so if you bring me more headache than than smiles and laughter, why am I keeping you around? Why? Yeah, that's very true. I agree you know? with that. So, you know what? I got to say sidebar to this what? just because we're talking about it. Like, why does it seem like, and maybe this is me, but I think my friends have seen it too. Why does it seem like the dudes that be, you know, they are stand up dudes, you know, they believe in, you know, honoring a relationship. They see the value of women, you know, they, they, believe in being truthful and communicative always end up with these ratchet ass females and vice versa it'd be good women with these ratchet ass men why can't it just be like this magnet thing that we could like tie on ourselves and then be attracted to like two good people attract to each other and two ratchet people attract to each other so they could be ratchet together and the two good people can be good together you know what i'm saying i don't understand mm-hmm. it always seems like it works out like that like the good guy gets this fucked up ass chick and then she breaks him. And then the next chick like me, <laughs> I got to do some work because of her. She broke him. You she know, it's just, uh, <laughs> y'all sisters understand what I'm talking about. Y'all know. I mean, the fellas understand what you're talking about as well. Because, you know, you got this, this cool chick. She was cool. Everything was straight. Then she get with old fuck boy number one. And he didn't took her through the ringer. She's <laughs> on a, you know, bought her car, ran out of gas and crashed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, didn't pick up from work on time. You know, all this other shit. I'm going to tell you something. Fuck boyery. That shit is a damn contagion. It's contagious and it breeds. It's like they deal with one. They can't stop dealing with them. I don't it's know like what lady. it is. Like ladies, you can't just they this is you just keep attracting fuck boys and it's like what is the problem? Yeah. Yeah. I had my share. I had to change my frequency so they couldn't find me. So that's what I'm saying. That's that's the answer to your question. Why? Because you gotta tap into your frequency. You gotta figure out what you're attracting and what you're looking for. Because a lot of times we're looking for these things, um, these other pieces that are in other people and we're attracted to that and we end up gravitating to it, to that toxic behavior. You know, the key is though, once you start seeing it, to change it. Once you know better, do better. Isn't that what Maya Angelou said? I think that was her, wasn't it? I don't, I can't remember. I don't, I don't know. know. 
I don't know either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go with Maya Angelou. Um, <laughs> um, but see, again, that goes to people who are toxic are really aware of their own toxicity. They really know that they're toxic. They don't know. There's no self-awareness there. They think that what they do is okay. They think you know, sitting outside of Bay's house watching to make sure he come home when he say he comes home is okay. That's not okay. That's now, not. in no form or fashion is that okay. You know, manipulating a chick, you know, and telling her that you really care about her and making her feel like you value her and really you out here giving out community dick like Halloween candy. That is toxic. Fuck. No? And, and dick like Halloween cold. candy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why isn't community dick? Why is that toxic? I mean, I just want to go ahead and listen. I want to make sure that everybody gets me. a little bit of this dick. I want, you know, look, it's like, you know, you like Snicker balls, and I'm going to give you a Snicker ball. I'm going to give you a Snicker ball. And I don't see why that's a big deal, okay? I'm just saying. You know, I mean, you you because toxic behavior can also be de deadly and dangerous to your health and not just your sexual health, not to say you can, because you can definitely contract something and then now you, you know, you spreading it to the community, but toxic behavior can also put you in situations where you end up on a show like Snapped and you killing people, you Whoa. know, because you've allowed. You just jumped all the way to Snapped, huh? We, I'm just saying. We didn't go to smashing tires and key and cause. You didn't went straight to, you didn't kill somebody. Why we got to go? You didn't accelerate it. That really escalated. I was, I was, it was on the scale though. Oh, that's wow. We, but it, but it was there. It was up there. It was there. It was, it was just mean, at the far end. I was just giving an example. That was that, and that was the quickest example you, you can come up with. That, I went from like a five to, you know, to, to 105. You went to 105. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we killing people? Jeez. Do you see my little finger? I got two of them for you. <laughs> so listen, um, other toxic behavior. So we talked about snooping. Snooping is bad. Don't snoop. Um, accusing. <laughs> they're not listening to you. I, I know. They, they they're like, not I'm, listening to uh, you. I'm a snoop. He 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 ain't gonna tell me, so I'm gonna go ahead and find it anyway. Um, you need to tell women why why should they really and truly not snoop through their men thing. Tell tell them why. All right. So the reason you don't want to snoop, one, it, it creates this cycle because you snooping. A lot of times, most men they they hip to the game, so they know you sneak. They 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 know you snooping. They know you looking at stuff. If they're doing dirt, then they sitting here, you know, making sure, okay, what app did I have up last time I um I had the phone on? You know, what did what what not all not all of them. Keep going. We'll I'm, come I'm back just, to that. <laughs> a lot of them are paying attention. Now, some of them just don't give a damn. Now, if you come across one and he just doing his dirt and he don't give a damn, really why are we snooping? Because he really don't care. He ain't even trying to hide it. He's just like, fuck it. She find it. Cool. She don't find it. Cool. <laughs> me. <laughs> I don't care. She ain't going nowhere. I might as well go ahead and look. Listen, I'm going to leave the phone unlocked. 
with, with naked titties and, and, and everything else, then, yeah, he really don't care. Um, so, again, what I'm saying is the reason women shouldn't, not just women, men do it too. Let's Let's make that clear. The reason you should not snoop is because if you are insecure, you're gonna find something to latch onto to to drive and and validate your insecurity. I don't care what it is. This is very true. You turn into this monster. You turn into a monster. You become a toxic monster. Obsessed. What's the, what's mm-hmm. the um? You remember um Captain Planet? Mm-hmm. And the, the toxic monsters they they were fighting stuff. Like that's Captain what you become. Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. <laughs> yes, I love Captain Planet. Yeah, that was a joint. So that's what you become, people. You become this toxic monster that Captain Planet now has to go and vanquish. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be that toxic monster because, I mean, you really, like, you gonna be in their email box. Okay, is this really from <laughs> his mama? Or is, it, or is this somebody he didn't code it at his mama? <laughs> and he changed the name. And what did... Um. Like, like I was yeah. talking to a friend and um, they were telling me about a situation with somebody they know. And so um, the person they know is dating this woman. The woman grabbed dude phone and text his, um, I think he's in either police department or firefighter or something, text um, his superior because dude was out of town. Text his superior telling him some I really miss you, such and such and such and such and such and such. So the superior is a female. So the chick is thinking that he got something going on with the female. So is it what is superior? So let me go ahead and send this text so that way, you know, we can see what's popping. Maybe oh, I can wow. find this information out. Uh-huh. Snooping. The superior was like, look, you, you need to get your girl. She about to call you your job. Like you, you sitting here snooping, and and about to fuck up dude livelihood. It's happened. It has happened. Girls have gotten dudes fired from their jobs right. because of bullshit like that. You know, you mad and you want to come Into? up to his, his his um yeah exactly. You mad and you want to come up to their job and show out over something because you didn't found out or you didn't play investig um uh, Dick Tracy and. Now you just top gun shoe, like stop it, and then you showing out, and then that makes you look dumb on top of that. Like, okay, let's uh, let's talk about something else. I'm tired of talking about snooping. <laughs> <laughs> like, if y'all haven't realized by now, you don't need to snoop, then there ain't no help for you. You just gonna do what you want to do. It's on um, your nerves. Yeah, man. That there's there's no reason people should snoop. Um, self-sabotage is another one. That's what I, I was sitting here thinking about. There's a lot of people where you're so broken, you're not used to things going right. So you just like, nah, nah, this is, this is too good to be true. This, oh, I can't even talk. This is too good to be true. He gotta be, I know it's some fuckboy boy somewhere up in here. Yep. And so you go and do things and in the clinical term, we call that a self-fulfilling prophecy. So you start doing things that elicit the behavior that you're looking for. You think he lies, so you always you know questioning that person. 
You think she she cheating, so you always like, what's up with so-and-so? You know, what he doing? Why he in your phone? Or why you always go to lunch with so-and-so? You know, you start doing that toxic shit, and that ends up driving the person you care about to do the shit that you're accusing them of. Sometimes. Not all the time, but it can. And then you didn't sabotage your own relationship, but yet you so naive and, and toxic in your behavior that you not even looking at what you did to contribute to this. Like, chill. Been there. I, that's the same The same person who is um, misogynistic and narcissistic. Same type of relationship. Just self-sabotaging. And I just could not figure out for the life of me like why are they doing this i don't understand you know and if you're in a relationship with somebody like that trust me you can't change them there's nothing that you can do to make them stop exhibiting that behavior because they have to be the ones to recognize that something is wrong and change it so if you're in that kind of relationship with that type of person who has those kinds of behaviors who you know when you think about how that person makes you feel, if the first thought makes you pause and it's nothing positive, you might need to reassess. You might need to reassess your relationship. You might need to reassess your self-value and your self-worth because you don't deserve to be in that kind of relationship ever, ever. If the first thought of the person you're in a relationship with isn't something that brings a smile to your face, then you might need to think about what's really going on in your relationship, you know? And, and, and I'm not talking about being upset with them or if you're irritated or frustrated because they did something stupid, like forgot to put the toilet paper on a roll. I'm not talking about that because this is way bigger than that. We're talking about toxic behaviors that can literally affect your life, that can literally shape and change who you are as a person. You do not need to stay in a relationship with someone just just because you want to be stable or just because you want to say you have a partner, a man or a woman, or just because we got these kids together. Fuck him. You will be okay with them kids. Go to your family. Go to your friends. Just because y'all got these kids together, so you want your kids to be raised in an environment that's going to do what? Teach them how to have toxic behaviors. They're not learning how to be loving and caring and value people and compassionate and communicative. Where are they going to learn that from if they don't learn it in the house with you? So if you are in this kind of relationship and you really sit down and think about, I don't feel loved. I don't feel valued. I don't feel heard. I do feel manipulated. I do feel misused and mistreated. Then you need to reevaluate that relationship and know that you have great value and enough value. You can walk away from that. That's right. not the type of relationship you need to stay in. For what? For right. some dick? Girlfriend, let me tell you, you can get dick walking down the street. Okay. It's not that serious. You know, just to have somebody laying in your bed, get a cat, get a dog, get a kid. You, you want kid, somebody kid. to lay in the bed with you, get a kid. They will get lay in the bed no, very don't, happy. No, don't, no, do not get a kid. Um, and yes, you are I'm right. I'm saying they might have their own, get their own okay. kids to yeah. lay in the bed with Yeah, them. don't create a kid for that. No, 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 um, no, no, no. <laughs> but you're right. Dick is in abundance. There's plenty of dick out here and there's plenty of free dick. So, 
um, for all my cisgendered heterosexual females um, that like dick, stop, stop, stop holding on to bad toxic dick, thinking that you're not going to find another dick. Keep oh it moving. All right. Um, so much toxic dick out here. It is. So that's why we're doing this podcast. So you can start seeing the signs and getting out of those relationships. Um, another one, criticism and contempt. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got somebody that's constantly criticizing and, and, and just mad all the damn time and you can't do anything right. Um, yeah. And, and their, their whole energy is just always fucked up. Like, right. just get out of that. Get out of that relationship. That's a very toxic sign that that person is unhealthy. There's yeah. something within them they, they need to work on and they need to figure out. I was married to that. Yep. <laughs> get out. Get out. <laughs> um, another one, arguing without communication. Um, just arguing in general. If you are sitting here dealing in the relationship and all y'all do is argue, that's not cute. That's not healthy. Like, yeah, you're going to have in a, a healthy relationship, you're going to have disagreements. Yeah, it's a, it's, there's a difference between a disagreement and an argument. And then when you're arguing just to argue and hurt, and you're not truly trying to communicate with that person, then that's toxic. That's but very unhealthy. Some people do not know how to communicate outside of arguing, you know? Right. This is true. And that's toxic in itself. If your your communication style is to argue, then you don't know how to get your point across without, you know, raising your voice or blaming or doing things of that nature. And it's not healthy because when you argue, I've always said in relationships, if I'm arguing and I'm at a 10, you're not going to hear me because then you're going to become on the defensive and then you're mm-hmm. going to start arguing and get to a 10. Mm-hmm. And then neither one of us are listening to the other. We're just right. talking at each other. Exactly. So, you know, so that doesn't help. So let's let's stop that. Um, another toxic sign, avoidance. <laughs> you know, like this is, this is something I see as an older male a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember when I lived in Texas, I would... And shoot, even when um, I was coaching in, um, in high school football, we w- this is a better example. We would have these meetings, right? We mm-hmm. would meet on Sundays, break down game film and things of that nature. Supposed to last about an hour, hour and a half. These dudes would sit there and find a reason to stay here for three, four, five hours because they didn't want to go home. They did not want to go home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bruh, I don't have these problems. Like, I'm not trying, I'm not running from home. So I, you said an hour and a half, we need to be going. I, no, I don't want to eat. No, I don't want to order any food. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want to talk about the game. I want to go watch the game. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Stop avoiding your wife. Stop avoiding going home and dealing with the kids. That's toxic. It Figure is, out yeah. what it is that that bothers you about being home or being around your significant other and handle that. But if you feel like you have to avoid because you don't want to argue or you you don't want to be in this, the bad juju or whatever, then you're going to have to then dig deep, do your own work to kind of figure that out. 
and then make some moves, make a decision. Not you don't have to leave, but you got to make a decision. Either mm-hmm. fix it if you if you want to stay. If you don't want to stay, then yes, you need to communicate and and leave. But yeah, you got to do that. You got to do it. Either way, you got to have a plan. Either you got to have a plan to stay or a plan to leave. But stop living like that. Like life is too short to be so miserable because yeah. avoidance that's miserable it's very that's miserable. miserable that because you you get no not wanting to go home oh wow home is supposed to be your sanctuary your zenden you know and to know you don't to feel like you you don't want to go home that's crazy to me crazy so um next thing next point if you feel like in your relationship, um, your only thought is to make your partner happy. That is toxic. And I'm not saying that I don't think that you got to yeah. clarify that. So let me say this. I'm not saying that you don't think about your partner. Yes, there's that agape love that you're supposed to have where you want to see your other person do well. That should not take away from you making sure that your happiness is there as well. If you are sacrificing your happiness to make somebody else happy, that's toxic and that's unhealthy. Very. You're going to eat away at yourself. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. So. And you'll look um, up and realize you don't, you never had a life of your own because mm-hmm. you never watered your own garden. You're so busy tending somebody else's. So yes, pay attention. Pay attention. And this, and for women, because we're nurturers, it is very easy to fall into that. Very easy. I just want him to be happy because you want to keep him, you know, because especially mm-hmm. for us single, you know, black sisters, the ratios are crazy. And it is hard to find a man. So you get one, you like, I'm going to do everything I can to make him happy. And you start sacrificing more and more and more of your personal happiness for that dude. If he's not making the scales balanced, then you have slipped into some toxic behavior, sis. Yeah. And this is that this doesn't just go along heterosexual lines. This is any relationship. Absolutely. You, you're doing it. If you see yourself doing these things, then you're gonna have to have that come to Jesus moment with yourself like, look, let me let me touch bases with me. Let me let me talk to myself and check in. Because like he said um, you're not watering your own garden. You know, you hear so many stories of people being married 30, 40, 50 years, divorce, something happens. And then they're like, I don't even know who I am. Exactly. I don't, I don't even know, you know, what being single means or how to date or whatever, because mm-hmm. I haven't tapped, I haven't tapped into what I like to do because your whole drive was to make that other person happy. Um, so yeah, that's, that's not a good look, but you know what? Even parents slip into that parents slip into that for their kids. Yeah. And it's the same kind of thing with marriages. They devote their lives to their kids. The kids grow up, go to college, move away. You got this husband and wife looking at each other. Like, who are you? Because they never took that time to put it into their relationship. You know, and that could be a little toxic too when you just devote all everything you are and everything you have to your children. You a person Absolutely. too. Yeah, you're a person too. You're not you, just mom and dad. 
Mama gotta have a life too. Amen. <laughs> it's that baby boy reference. <laughs> so, you know, go out here and make sure you're you're able to live your life. You know, um, too many. Yeah, perfect example. I know there's some couples out here who could use this information. If you're dating or if you're married, make sure you're um, continuing to date your partner. That you're spending time. Don't feel like you have to hide your relationship from your children. If anything, your children are going to see a healthy, functioning relationship with two adults. So that way they can then model that and take that into their adulthood. That's right. Um, Unfortunately, we have a lot of people who are like, oh, no, I don't want the kids to see me kissing. Or I don't want the kids to see us doing, you know, things that, that are healthy for us that we need to do. And you're 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 so focused about setting this this precedent or this example for them in actuality you're actually going to make their life a little bit harder because they don't know how to relate and how to be in a healthy relationship with another another human being um so yeah let's not do that all right um another thing i'm thinking about growth and change Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm, yeah i know right I know, right? So I was talking to some people and I was, this is why this one popped up for me. So when you're sitting here and you're in a relationship or you're married for five or 10 years, you're not going to be the same person after five or 10 years. That's right. So you have to be able to allow your partner to grow and, and change and develop into who they're going to grow and develop into. So a lot of times, and I see this uh, from some men sometimes, you know, I met you, you may have been this way when I met you. And, you know, these may have been your interests. And those are the things that I really, really liked. Really, really liked that. But now, 10 years later, we got kids and things have changed. And now you're like, well, maybe I want to go back to school. Or maybe I want to do hair. Or maybe I want to, you know, I just want to start my own business and your person that you're partnered up with is like, well, why are we, why do you want to do this? They're not really supportive of your growth. So that can be very toxic. So, and when we're talking about growing, we want to make sure uh, to allow our partner to grow, to allow them to spread their rings and fly. And, Sometimes it's going to be a little scary. You may not know where it's going to go. If you have a partner that's a little flighty and, you know, they start one project and then they may go to another project and that just may be your partner. And then you're going to have to figure out, is this okay with you? Are you going to be able to love them for who they are or not? You know, yet just don't squash their dreams and squash their growth. If they've, continue to make strides and become a better person. If you got, you know what? Here's another one. Say for instance, both of you guys smoke, both of you guys are smokers. And then your other partner says, you know what? Mm, this is not really healthy for me. I'm going to stop. Don't be that person. Then be like, you want a cigarette? You, you sure you don't want a cigarette? Uh, you're going to have me smoking by myself. And you eat? Don't be that person. Cause that's not, that's not cool. That's not healthy. You see people do that. Like people be like, you know, well, this was my smoke buddy, or we used to eat McDonald's all the time together. 
now she want to lose weight. I don't want her to lose weight. So I'm just be, you know, trying to sabotage that. That's not cool. Leave them alone. Um, you, you, you're being unhealthy and they may need to dip because of your unhealthiness. Right. right. Um, and my last point that I want to make, I'm not sure if you want to add anything in, but the last point I want to make is that you start looking at the beginning of your relationship instead of the future of your relationship. So when you're constantly reminiscing on how it used to be in the past, you're probably in a toxic relationship. When you're, you're, you're constantly saying, oh man, this was like, man, I wish it was back in the day when she used to cook for me and she would do this and she would do that or he would do this and he would like, you're probably needing to either, you're probably needing to have a sit down and get back on the same page and say, Hey, look, you know, these are the things you used to do. These are the things I would like to see you do again. Uh, yet if it's not, if you know, your partner's totally grown to the point where they just don't want to do those things for you anymore, then you're going to have to make a decision, mm-hmm. you know, but to stay in that toxic relationship, constantly hoping that it's going to go back to the yesteryears and the, when everything was great. Nah, it doesn't work that way. So that's, that's pretty much all I had with the toxic stuff, man. Well, my final thoughts on it are, you know, basically it takes 21 days to break a habit. And if you are the person exhibiting the toxic behavior, you know, you can change it. And if you are the person living with someone or dating someone, or it could be a friendship, whatever your relationship is, if you're with someone who exhibits toxic behavior, you can help them. You can help them learn to change how they do what they do, how they think, you know, maybe if they're willing, you know, but it's up to you. You have to take control over your life. You have to choose whether or not you want to stay around toxic behavior and toxic people. You know, it's your future. It's your life. So if you're in a toxic relationship, I hope you think about it and make a better choice. Same here. You know, I want you I want you to be happy. And if you're no longer happy in your relationship, it's time to dip. So on that note, it's time for us to dip. Yep. It's been real. Um, what was I about to say? I think, I think if you have any questions, you know how to email us. Um, reach us at Lust, Lies, and Libido at Gmail. We appreciate the questions and the comments and the We'd rating. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we do. We always love to hear from you guys. Um, so Subscribe to our show. Rate us on your favorite platform. Share, share, share. Tell your friends. Tell your coworkers. You can listen to us anytime while you're walking, while you're at the gym, while you're in the car driving, while you're cooking in the kitchen. You know, put us on. And before you know it, you've got an hour gone and you've about done what you were doing in the first place. So, you know, let us be your entertainment for the evening. So, on lots of platforms, you can pretty much find us anywhere. Any 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 podcasting platform, wherever you consume podcasts, that's where you can find us. So you don't have to worry about us not being on there. Um, but we do appreciate. Like I want to say this from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate all of our listeners so far, all of the people that support us, yes, all the people that continue you. to share us with their friends. 
um, and just continue to just show us love, you know, so we've gotten so much love, you know, we, this is our 12th episode, so we appreciate all of you. And, yes. you know, we've, we've made it, Keith, like we've made it to 12 episodes, like, you know, I'm, I'm proud of us, Kiki. It's so, fabulous. It is. Um, and I'm going to tell y'all, it's as simple as if you have like Google Voice or Google, on Google Podcast, you can just say Google Play the Lust, Lies, and Libidos podcast. It's that easy. Like you can find us anywhere. Seriously. It's that yeah. easy. So if you know of a college student that would like to get some social media uh, marketing intern, you know, I would love to have you come on and help you know, build our social media brand. That would be great. Um, um, I'll pay you in love and sunshine and cupcakes. <laughs> hey, yo, her cupcakes be bomb, though. Her cupcakes be bomb, though. You know what I mean? Um, shoot, I'll even cook for you. I'll cook for you a couple times. I got you. Then shit, I'm going to be the intern. What are you talking about, then? That's, <laughs> that's all it took. <laughs> Yeah, Trip um, can cook, y'all, for real, for real. Like he even helped teach his sister a couple things or two, for man, real. Man. Brother love to burn, so that's what's up. So, but no, seriously, we we need an intern. I need somebody to help with this social media piece. Cause I got a lot of fires with, between school and you know my Instagram and trying to get um, clinically placed for therapy and my, my nine to five. And it's just a lot. And, you know, I know I need to make sure we're giving you guys content on the social media platforms, but I would rather be able to help a, a college student out, get them some, some experience and, you know, write you a recommendation letter and all that good stuff. You're working for a business, all so we got you. Stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that's about it. Well, all right, fam. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Be sure Appreciate to share you with your family, friends, co-workers, strangers, whoever. We don't care. And we love you. Thank you for listening. Right, it's been another episode of Lust, Lies, and Libido. Signing off for tonight or tomorrow or whenever the heck you're listening. We thank you and we love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> This has been another episode of Lust, Lies, and Libido. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to listen on your favorite podcasting platforms. We can be found on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, any other podcasting platforms you can think of. We're on all of them. Be sure to subscribe and rate us. Subscribers receive auto notifications when new episodes are published. Thanks again, and as always, we wish you love, light, peace, and blessings. Make sure to go ahead and get your tickets for the Erotic Art Show by Double Lene. Tickets will sell out fast. We hope to see you there.